Welcome to the Inspiring Tech Leaders podcast with me, Dave Roberts. In collaboration with Foundry, I'm pleased to share with you part two of the recent CIO 100 live session, where the judges for the 2022 cohort talk about getting the confidence required to enter the CIO 100 UK awards. The second episode features Mabu Babuta and Chris Weston talking with CIO UK editor Doug Drinkwater. I hope you enjoy this episode. Right, we're moving swiftly on um, and we're now going to look at the confidence piece and gaining the confidence to apply to the CI100, uh, overcoming the imposter syndrome and maybe a bit on teams as well because the CI100 has historically been seen as an individual award but I'd argue there are team benefits here as well. So I'm joined by Chris from IDC. Chris, welcome. And Madhu from Freeman Clark. Thank you, Madhu, for joining us. Next 20 minutes, we're going to discuss uh, a couple of things. But let me start with coming to you, Madhu, in, in that confidence piece, because we were meant to be joined today by Anna Barsby. And I spoke to Anna recently, and Anna was saying that confidence can really derail uh, any, any leader, really. Um, but it can hold back people from putting forward submissions for awards like this. So what, what's your opinion on that? Uh, thank you, Doug. Thank you for uh, inviting me on the panel. And hello, everyone. We, You've heard from Kevin uh, and you've heard from Ian. Uh, this is our jobs are big. Everything from EDI to uh, the green agenda to uh, operator, operational excellence to digital agendas. These are big jobs. These, these, are, these are transformational jobs. And er everyone who has a title of a CIO is doing something pretty significant. So I would say you all must have the confidence to sit there and do these big jobs. So uh, applying for a role, uh, applying for um, a, a CIO um, uh, 100 listing is a is your right. You know, you 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 by doing the the, the, the sort of jobs you do by uh, by creating the transformations you do you have got the ability to to apply and, and I encourage everyone to apply. My personal experience, I was on the CIO 2015 100 list. It's been an amazing journey. It, it, it gives you the confidence of writing your journey, having somebody else look at it and then say, yes, yes, you did it. And this was not something small. It, this, these, are, these, are, these are big things and, and please have the confidence to apply. Fantastic. Thanks, Madhu. Um, Chris, I want to come to you just really far on those comments there that is there an element here in terms of resetting the value of the 100 actually? Yes, it is an award, but I think one thing we discussed as a judging team last year was actually it's an opportunity to reflect on the year you've had, you know, that kind of journaling piece in terms of the experiences you've been on, the good and the indifferent and the, the bad as well. So it's an opportunity nonetheless to put it down on paper and, and see how far you've come really. It is, and we don't always get that chance to reflect, do we, when we're in these roles? It's um, pretty much every day is a, a new opportunity and a new challenge, um, lots of things to deal with. So giving yourself the opportunity and almost the permission to sit back and reflect on the the journey you've had. I mean, we last the last uh, 100 we did, of course, was delayed because of the pandemic, and that meant we had 18 months to look at, really, of people dealing with that shock to the system and then what, what they put in and how they dealt with that. And I think you could see in all of the submissions, there were some similarities, there were some differences, but that was a it was a defining moment for a lot of people because a lot of CIOs were 
seen as the people that really saved the business. They allowed they allowed their organizations to keep on uh, moving, either because they were given the chance to invest and put things in place that they needed, or because their organization could see that they'd already done it and they'd actually got their organization to a place where they could work remotely and they could they could work in a way that didn't rely on those central locations already and that and that digital transformation had already happened. So that I think is very valuable. And you kind of need that ability just to step back and say, what have we done? How have we how have we done it? Who's contributed? And what does it, it almost gives you a chance to think about what the next year looks like for you and what are you going to be writing about next year? So it's one of those things that if you get into the habit of doing it, I do think it's a valuable a, a, a valuable tool in that sense, Doug, yes. Mm-hmm. And what would you say, um, Madhu, I'll come to you on this a bit, Chris, welcome your views. In, in terms of getting the confidence to put yourself forward, because it's, it is remarkable still how many people, certainly I spoke to, and, and Chris and Lily up to, to last year, I must have spoke to 30 people. Um, I would say a large proportion of those are, are women, coincidentally, who say, oh, I haven't done enough. I haven't done enough. And actually, they, they they probably have, but it's a confidence issue that, that, that they struggle to overcome. Um, what's your thoughts on that first, Madhun? And Chris, I'll get your thoughts as well. Um, <laughs> I, I read a book um, a long time ago by Sheryl Sandberg, and it stayed with me. It's called Lean In. Do lean in. You know, you, you have to lean in. For me, the CIO 100 isn't just about the CIOs. It's a celebration of IT. It is a celebration of all the varied stories of the CIOs around the UK who, as Chris said, have done a tremendous job last year and continue to push horizons, to push the digital agenda, to bring more automation. And in today's age where, you know, there's a lot of discussion about will robotics replace replace, um, humans. There is, there is some bad press around IT, but there are some amazing stories. The things my father using a, a diabetes app to keep control of his, of his blood sugar levels. There, there, is, there, is so much, there is so much positivity around IT. And I think everyone who is a CIO, your stories are unique. Your stories are special. And your experiences, others will learn from the transformations you affect, the sort of the, the sort of scale and size of the of, of the beast we have to tackle every day, as Chris says, every day is a new problem. You know, there is I, I think um, and, and women have a tendency or uh, certain people, it's not just women, men as well, have a tendency to underplay what they do. And and a CIO's job is not easy and it's a lonely place. So do celebrate it. This, this is an opportunity for us to hear your stories, for you to tell your stories. And for, as Chris said, also for you to plan the next year. What was my story this year? How do I go next year? As a, as a simple exercise to say, right, what happened last year? This is a, a great opportunity. So do lean in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that's a, that's a really good point, uh, actually, about about that ability to to look at what you've achieved and and celebrate IT because organizations that understand the value of IT and actually give their CIO a voice there are more of them but there's still there's still a long way to go in terms of organizations really grabbing grabbing that value so i don't th- i don't think any anybody who's running an, I- an IT team should feel that they don't deserve at least tell their story and to get that story 
in front of the the judges for CIA 100 because just telling that story will do you a favor and we can all i mean as as judges there's a big panel this year we're all we're all involved in this we've all done this for for a long time i mean i've been i mean i work i work i'm a CIA advisor these days and i work with with people in in many different industries and everybody's got their own strengths they've got their own weaknesses they've got their 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 own challenges that they have to overcome so if we if we look at the 100 and think my word these are all titans of the it industry that we'll never uh, be able to aspire to i think that's uh, i think that's part of the problem we need to we need to realize that we're all in the same boat here we've all got uh, stories to share yeah actually that's a great comment chris and i think dave later is going to speak about just that point actually that uh, yes you could work you might work for a large enterprise but uh, you may equally be working for, for a much smaller organisation and you, know, you may have a, a, a vastly different role and that's fine too. So we'll come on to, to that a little, little bit later. But actually, just for your, both your comments, maybe there's an angle here too in terms of that you know, everybody is continually learning, no one's the finished article in a sense. And if you have that so-called kind of growth mindset, it's, you know, if you're getting and you can celebrate your achievements, great. If you're unable to, it's what can you take from that and what how can you develop further? And that applies to anyone, doesn't matter how high up or, or low down you are in the IT pyramids as in any other industry as well, really. Right, let me, uh, let's go to the, the next question then. And I think, Chris, overconfidence, that's probably the other side of this. And we have seen this in applications too, right? That uh, sometimes there's, you know, you've got to be, that humility has to come through in the application um, that you want to be authentic. But I think we have seen overconfidence come through too. Yeah, you sometimes do see that. To be fair, Doug, you do see um, overconfidence sometimes in a. We've talked about uh, keep your application concise, but you can be too concise, right? You can mm-hmm. assume that everybody understands what you do and, and how you do it, and that and that isn't a great thing. And also, uh, kind of overconfidence and hubris, where where you see people who don't reflect on the work that their teams have done, and it, it's almost a celebration of them as an individual. That. That's not a great uh, submission either, because whilst it is a ranking of you know in in, in C- of CIOs, nobody gets to that position on their own, and nobody delivers change and delivers transformation, delivers value on their own. And when they move to a new organisation, they're not going to do the same things in the same way as they did before because they'll have a different team with them. And you need to be the you need to be reflecting on how the whole team has delivered against the the challenges that you've got and. Those submissions, those are the ones that really shine because they they show people a you know kind of servant leader idea of how am I making my team successful, not a kind of uh, self important uh, review of one's own brilliance. Mm-hmm. Yeah, actually, that's a really really good point because it's and it's funny how again I think the people that haven't applied for hundred before that how I've spoken to occasionally people say oh it's a it's an individual award I'm not interested unless it's for the team. But I guess it depends on how you see that value. I remember speaking to, I think it was Abby Thomas um, Joseph a couple of years ago, and he said, oh, my team have taken this as their award. It's not my award anymore. It's their award for the, the achievements they've done throughout the past year. So I think do you think it's how you, what lens you put on that? Yes, there's one person's name attached to it, but you can argue it's that that achievement is not, uh, well, it's just not achievable with one person and one person only. So yeah, Chris, I know you've had similar feedback from members of your community. Yeah, indeed. Um, right, we've got two other questions. Uh, let me kind of 
to change gear a little bit here and stop hogging the microphone. So first of all, uh, Andy Harper. Andy, thanks for tuning in and for your question. So Andy says he's only been in the role four months and he's uh, achieved a lot in that time already, but is it worth still applying? So Chris, let me come to you with that first. So generally speaking, when we look at a, uh, an application, we'll we'll look at a CIO who's can can talk about the achievements that they that they've uh, that they've established in that organisation, and therefore four months is a bit short. But I wouldn't say it's not worth applying because first of all, the exercise of applying is is worthwhile, and you know if you've achieved a lot, then it, it, you could well end up being uh, being recognised. So I don't um, I wouldn't say don't do it, but I'll be honest and say that we do tend to favor people who have delivered something over the course of a year, but it's by no means exclusive. Uh, Doug, I think, uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, I think we had a couple, didn't we, last year? I mean, four months is a tricky one, but I think we had a few that were maybe six and six. They, they, they could point to achievements they'd done in the previous organization and then point to, but obviously it's a bit more of a spotty story, I guess, is what I'm trying to say there. It's not as comprehensive or sweeping as perhaps has been at one one organization so um yeah andy i definitely encourage you to apply if it comes to, down to how you articulate some of that i'd argue right and then madhu um i think you've got comments from that as well yeah just uh, just on andrew if it depends what he did before so it depends whether the cio role is new and whether he was head of it so whether there's a little bit of a continuum and he can cover the points that Kevin and Ian posed. So, you know, a real a real story that hangs the digital agenda of the organization together. And that he it could be that he's just come into the last four months as CIO. So it depends on context as well. So that, that would uh, also play into it. Thanks, Madhu. And actually, that's answered two questions in one there. So that's uh, that's always a good thing. Um, yeah, right, we're coming to... Yeah. Can I just state on, on that point of Kirsty's? Yeah, absolutely. If you've changed organisations and you've got a 12-month story you can tell, that's, that's worth doing. So don't don't just concentrate on that. If, you, if you're four months into a new job, say, and you've got eight months of, of uh, achievements in a previous role, then, then then tell us about the whole thing. Because it isn't just about... This isn't a, this isn't a award for your employer. You know, it's a it's a celebration of you, your team, and the achievement. So, so absolutely, that you know, talk about the whole year. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks both. And uh, just to everyone, if any any other questions, please do put them in the chat, and I'll ask Chris and Madhu those questions. But I guess for me, finally, we've heard some practical guidance from from Kevin and from Ian. Chris, what's your kind of tips to do, and perhaps tips to avoid? It's just as important on that. And then Madhu, I'll come to you. Well, I think my in terms of what what to do is think about what you're trying to achieve by applying to this award. If it is to um, improve your your team's ability to do what they need to do, I think you've got a good chance. Some of the people I work with, for example, uh, day in day out, one of the real challenges they have is about how they recruit people, how they bring people into their team, and 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 one of the things we work with them on is how they improve their their personal brand and that of the brand of their IT team within their organization. Mm. Because if somebody reads the CIO 100 and they see you in there and they see a story that shows that your organization values IT, you've got a plan for the future, you're working on interesting things, then you've got a far better chance actually of recruiting people than if nobody's ever heard of you. And then maybe they've got a stereotypical view of what you do based on what they think of your industry. So 
that would be for me is think about what what that uh, placement in the CIA 100 does for you, your team, your your organization, and work on that basis. And and don't don't try to make it all about yourself because it will it will shine through as we've said before in previous discussions. Fantastic, Madhu, what's your your thoughts? So, so for me, it's uh, what Chris said, what Kevin said, what Ian said, and then in addition to that, it's around how does what you did make a difference to the business? So what did, what did the contribution of you, your team, your submission, how has that changed the business? What, what has it seen? What has it experienced as a result of the transformation, as a result of your work that you've done, be it four months, be it 12 months? How have you moved the needle? And is it recognizable? Can you say, we started for the, from this point, and as a result of the work that you did, as Ian said, the organization has moved, it's morphed. So that link, uh, IT is not an island, it is part of a, of, it is a cog in the machine. So how did the machine improve by that cog performing in an amazing way because of the efforts that the CIO and their team put in? So for me, that is vital. To, to, to see it, yeah. Yeah, my that's a, that's a great comment. And I think Dave, who will be shortly hearing from refers to as the so what element, uh, which I think is worth bearing in mind. And actually, Chris, just to your points on brand, I think it's worth pointing out a couple of things there that uh, I remember uh, Danny, when he was uh, Anthony Nolan, saying that actually by him having that number one status, it helped with recruitment. That's what I mean about right at the start, it's about the multifaceted benefits to this. Yes, it is, and another industry awards but there's much more that comes with it as well, and not least the community that we'll, that we'll come on to. Ah, now, we're going to bring the session to a close, but we have one final question. So I have, I don't know if you can see this, Chris, I'm going to point you away. I manage a team of 12 to 15 BAs and in line to get into a director CI role in the next three to five years. Should I be applying? I mean, one of the things, unfortunately, that I think uh, you've just missed is the next CIO award. Mm -hmm. That um, and it probably would have been perfect, Doug, wouldn't it? Yeah, that's my focus. Yeah, yeah. I, really, if somebody isn't in the CIO role or what we would consider the top IT role in their organisation mm -hmm. or in the in the subset of their organisation, you know, because some organisations are very big and you can have local CIOs, etc. So, mm -hmm. if people aren't at, at that level where they're where they're influencing and working with the the people making commercial decisions, then we're probably you're probably not quite at the level for the for the CIO 100. But you yeah. know the next CIO awards, which will come around really quickly, mm -hmm. or could be a good stepping stone to that. I would say, Doug. Yeah, hundred percent, Chris. I was thinking exactly the same thing. So whoever put that question in, I do say the time hasn't been perfect on that because we've actually just submitted or, or finalised our cohort for twenty twenty two. But as Chris says, twenty three will come around pretty quick, and we're actually going to be doing some workshops for those who didn't make the next CIO cohort. So there may be something of interest uh, there. So if you're interested in that, again, I'm not sure we post that question. Please do reach out to me or one of the team, and and uh, we'll include you on the future invites. So. Uh, that will help you on the, as a stepping stone, I'm sure. But um, for now, Chris, Madhu, really enjoyed that chat. So um, hopefully you'll both stick around and any further questions we'll pick up at the end. But for now, thank you. Thanks, Doug. Good luck, everybody. Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and stay tuned for more inspiring tech leaders.